Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew of Sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at SponsoredByNobody.Podbean.com. And the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at HoldenShearer.WordPress.com. Links, as always, will be in the show notes. On this episode, the aftermath of the battle at the Temple of the Dog resolves itself. I do literally the worst voice ever, and I am so sorry in advance. And End of Sadness strikes a deal with the ghouls. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 12, Gone Ghoul. Brendan as the Storyteller. Peter asks the writer star of the Celestial Sensor, a solar twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden as Layla Church, an Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan of a No Moon Lunar. Exalt. You all had taken out a bunch of vampires, and there are some ghouls here who have just been flung to the ground through telekinetic properties via End of Sadness. Uh, the ghoul that is not playing dead and not trying to uh, hide everything, it just kind of looks up and just goes, Oh man, I didn't expect this to happen tonight. I was just going out to the church to pray to our god and you know try and get a little bit of favor with our bosses but and this guy looks between the two remaining bodies of the Sedites and just goes but it looks like you really did a did a number on them and his sadness just continues hovering there above like the rest of the party, arms outstretched in a T-pose, staring down, kind of like Lilith from Evangelion on that crucifix. T-posing to assert dominance. Oh god, how does yeah. one even react to I that? Mean, <laughs> I mean, we did that. We did assert dominance, so I, I'm allowed to T-pose. Meanwhile, Layla I just scrapes it. one of her brass blades down across the other one. <laughs> oh man, the just like seven feet tall and wreathed in green fire, by the way. Oh, man. Oh, man. They didn't tell me anything about this. They said that Set was going to come down and help us, not that... And they kind of just throw their hands, like, accusatorily towards Layla. Oh, that radioactive centaur man lady was going was gonna to come help us. Oh, man. Roger just like access the room and goes, okay, I think we need to clean this place up fast because someone might be checking in on this. And he uses his craftsman needs no tools thing to take up some heavy equipment and his what dozen assistants, they're like platonic people, so four arms, four legs, and two heads and start cleaning the place up quickly. The ghoul who has taken no damage 
uh, goes wide-eyed as all of this just starts springing from your anima. Uh, all of you guys have animas, and this guy is obviously just kind of, like, eyes are darting between all of them and freaking out. This is, he's been in the Supernatural game for maybe a decade. He is not having this. It is blowing his mind. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, can I go? Is this the one that shot at me? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, yeah, your neck's still probably bleeding a little bit. Yeah, it, it is bleeding. I'm just hands on the shoulders. You shot at me. You shot me in my shoulder. You were clearly going to kill me. Yeah, man. Uh... You did kind of turn into a giant deer, and uh, it kind of freaked me out, and also, like, you were attacking my boss, and I do have a need to protect my boss. It's kind of a sub-ingrained thing into my brain, by the way. And he points over at uh, Setite 3, the the non-cannibal one. Would you all mind maybe sparing that one? Uh, I need them to keep living and to not go from my awesome teenage years uh, before my voice actually finished cracking into... (laughs) (laughs) They did this to you. so many things. (laughs) Immediately into my 30s. I don't know what I'm going to sound like then. As was previously discussed with the master of this house, unconditional surrender and a clean death. And we have delivered that and will be delivering that to his workers. You and your fellows now get to make your own choice for yourself. You may have a future outside of this church Continuing to serve, and I'll rip that symbol down out front, the symbol of Typhon, and I'll put it behind me as I'm floating. This symbol, in its true capacity, or in the background, the the giant centaur ram lady is rolling her eyes visibly. Or you may choose a future where you join your masters loyally into the afterlife. Well, I'm sure that, uh... My master will at least like that. Uh, the, the boss that, uh... Centaur lady incinerated. Wow, I'm never going to be able to get that out of my brain. It was just, it was like a tiny nuclear bomb. You see the videos and it just doesn't really do it justice up close. Focus. Okay, okay, I'm focusing. So I could talk with my boss. Uh, I could talk with Haji when they wake up and we can, uh, figure this out going forward. Uh, I'm sure that they would like to continue living um, as I would and the other ghouls can uh, enter into their service or something else. I don't know that Adam would enjoy aging 90 years. So you might want to... He's the one who's playing dad. And, and this guy Vampires. points accusatorily at the uh, at the ghoul that's been playing dead. The vampires have already spoken for themselves. We're not going to discuss their future further in this conversation. 
We are talking about you and the two other mortals. Alright, well, uh, I would really like it if Haji could continue to exist, because, um... I, I don't been, know who that is. They point to Set... They, they, they point to Set I-3. Yeah, okay, as I... I feel like you're not listening, so I'm going to start getting retaliatory at this point. Last chance. Lemons, we are uh, not discussing the future of the vampires anymore. We're past that. Move on. Right. At this, point, Layla, at this point, Layla's uh, centaur ram, what, dear God, whatever it is for him, uh, peels away in a wash of green fire and swirls off into her anima, leaving... Well, it's not normal her because she's still clad in a bunch of pulverized masonry as armor, but uh, fucking awesome. More normal-ish, and she kicks the eviscerated corpse at her feet. It's apparently Haji, and like, wait a minute, you're saying this thing is still alive? I mean, alive is really, like... Shaggy, focus. <laughs> Alive's a really, like, un weird term for them. They are undead, or whatever. They're vampires. They're kind of corpses, but yeah, if if, if you give them enough time, they'll, they'll come back, as long as you don't put them out in the sun or whatever. At this point, those bodies are going to start lifting up off the ground, and wood is start to go going to go behind them. Scarecrow style. Oh, boy. Um... You know, you could always uh, keep Haji as a uh, a gift to the local I, prince. Unless Peter or another one of the exalts interrupts me, I am ignoring Shaggy at this point and continuing to put these guys outside where they will be burned by sunlight as a warning to the rest of London. Yeah, we need to keep that down low because, you know, the police might be arriving soon or something, so... Let's just wrap them up for Excellent the Excellent to tell me. Ah, oh, we did. Uh, sure, I'll help you load them into a coffin. Yeah, quickly couple to get some coffin from the pews. We'll stake them too, because I know that's a thing. Is it? Okay. Not a hard thing for you to do with a vampire in Torpor. Not even I mean, going to bother with a wooden understand... debris laying around. Two things. Right? Two things, Layla. One. That was fantastic. I didn't know you could do that. You really blew me away. Two, vampires seem to have some sort of wood allergy that stops them from waking up if you stake them. Yeah, I'd have trouble. T uh, I'd have trouble waking up too if someone did that to me. She watches them like telekinetically jam a slab of wood through one's heart. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's real great. Oh. So you guys have uh, Shaggy and the and the two ghouls. I would like you guys, if you could, uh, whoever wants to give me a perception and alertness roll to kind of search the area. Figure out if you can find any oh, uh, boy. any fun things. Uh, difficulty five. You guys have messed up this area. So anything that's uh, hidden is probably like any like hidden trapdoors you might have accidentally like taken the carpet off of there, you know. Huh. Crocodile got two. I guess at this point I can activate my sensory acuity panel to drop the difficulty by minus three. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Eight dice in me. 
God damn, Peter, you built a utility character. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, six successes. Holy shit. Uh, Sam and Holden. Oh, uh, uh, I didn't think it was necessary. Uh, two. It's fair. Uh, yeah, I got uh, two. Okay. I, I'm just not rolling. I My crocodile does perception checks for me, okay? <laughs> How much your crocodile got two? Yeah. Okay. So with the twos, you guys notice a small um, trapdoor that is underneath the altar on the pulpit. Uh, that when you pull it up, uh, has a small staircase that goes down. Uh, Pete, when that you no- when that Rigel notices this, they immediately go, "Hold up! There's a trap there," and like notice that like the door at the end of the staircase that goes down is absolutely booby trapped. And there is a door immediately off to the right that is very well concealed. (laughs) Uh, Basically you all just avoided the, uh, the, the last trap that I had to, to give some damage, which was a shotgun behind a door. Oh boy. That's on the one. (laughs) Um, so you open up the door and go into and find the followers of the followers of Set's main office in this district of London. There are four beds here, a bunch of, uh, with a bunch of different things uh, strewn around. Uh, you can see a couple uh, places where they've written letters. There's a very old computer. Uh, it looks maybe like it was still from the nineties and is barely supported by the internet, uh, where they can basically send and receive emails. If that. Oh, good. That'll be useful later. You can see that one of the beds is larger than the others and has three sets of pillows on it. And the others have only one. Uh, so you can assume that the the king size bed here was shared by the three ghouls. Awkward. Oh, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, there are also a few uh, documents that have been strewn around, as well as what looks like three sarcophaguses. Are they occupied? Uh, they are closed currently. Hmm. Oh. Vampires actually do sleep in coffins. They uh, they they try to hide that they don't, but they're embarrassed by it. I mean, some some do it because of branding, probably. You know, need to keep. I couldn't them. imagine being caring too so much about that. Anyway, I'll lift the lids <laughs> off. Um, okay. Uh, so you have one, two, and three sarcophaguses. Do you just do them all at once with your telekinetic powers, or what's the deal? No, we're. No, I'm going to do it one at a time in case there's some sort of commotion. Okay. The first one you open up. Uh, are you going left to right or right to left? You know what? Just pick the most interesting one that you would want to be the first one. Okay. Well, uh, you open up one. Uh, can you please roll me your dex and dodge? <laughs> As a gun goes off. If I'm doing it. Even if I'm doing it telekinetically from a distance? The gun still goes off. Uh, Um, are you... Okay, better question is, are you in front of this coffin? No. Okay. So Uh, you just showed us that there were shotgun traps. I'm not in front of anything. Okay, you know what, that's fair. 
you're going to open up the first one on the left and there's going to be a loud and in fact deafening bang as a double barrel shotgun goes off. Son of a fuck. Oh. Always two there are. <laughs> then you open up the next one next to it, which is right in front of you. As yeah, no, I am not right in front of it. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, but it's but it's right in front of the door. And as it opens up, okay. a bunch of papers spill out of it. And when that you open up the third one, um, you can see. Uh, it open. It doesn't open up as like the others. Kind of like you could kind of pull them off with little ease, and they kind of like just moved. This one is on hinges, so you actually like swing it open, and it opens up into a, another room that has three king size beds on it. I guess we'll check that room for traps. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. That room, I will just let you know, has no traps. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the first sarcophagus was nearest the door, which you know uh, your your instincts would have, uh, as a human, would have told you, "Hey, check that one." That's why they put the trap in there. Uh, the yeah. documents, uh, you all can gather them up if you want to uh, get some information out of them. That I'll be happy to share with you once that you guys have had time to go over it. Oh yeah, we can digitize that stuff and go over it. And then the room is basically just a room that is full of. It, it's almost like a three-person dorm room. Uh, you can tell like where that the lines of delineation between one setite and the other are, based off of uh, posters and other things that are kind of around the room. Okay. So, I guess I'll start off by spending an essence and activating my crafty observation method, which lets me do a whole investigation sweep in a turn that will take a scene. Just take everything oh. in. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I, assume that, I assume that's going to include all the papers. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Rad. Um, I guess roll that intelligence and investigation? Um, off at Sherlock Holmes method. Yep. Yeah, difficulty six. Nice. Fine. Oh, excellency, that. So so on. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> so that's fifteen successes. What the? F- you know, when I roll difficulty by three, four, you know, using my senses, it's kind of easy to roll a difficulty three on sixteen dice. Oh shit! Okay. Do you just Holy peer shit. beyond okay. the reality of what is and see what has been and what <laughs> shall always be? He can see okay. around corners and the fourth dimension. Well, we don't have to go over everything right now, as we're just cleaning up. So there's a few things that you notice when you're uh, going through here, just as uh, basic things. These got that the name Queen Anne is mentioned multiple times. Um, the other thing of note is there is a phrase called Elysium that is mentioned uh, along with uh, that, that recurs as many times as uh, Highgate Cemetery. 
And then on top of that, the only other big thing that you notice like immediately without like me having to basically write up a whole document for you is that um, the prince of the city um, is named Mithras and no one knows where they live. Okay. Sounds good. There, there's a bit more that I can give you, but right now I'm going to just kind of give you the uh, the cliff notes. Sounds good. Besides that, what do you guys want to do? Uh, you also will... find a chest with some stuff in it, uh, if you want to open that. Yes. Is it full of jewels? Or guns. But point towards you and shoot. It is full of drugs. You can see the, like, as soon as you open it up, just full of, like, uh, bricks of, uh, of drugs. Like, cocaine, heroin, uh, like, really hard drugs. Holy shit. Oh, perfect. All right. Add that to the inventory. Unless you guys want your share. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not judging. I'm good. By the way, Rowan, can you call Tobias or Denzen and maybe ask for some cleanup crew for this thing? Because, you know, we wouldn't want the police to be snooping around here. I mean, we just had, like, multiple gonna... shotguns go off. Yeah, we should collect those shotguns, too. You're right. <laughs> Granted, those are underneath, like, a floor, but... How do you guys want to get out of here? Do you guys want to deal with the cult? Uh, not the cult. She's with the ghouls. Kind of yeah, like a cult. So here's the ultimatum for the ghouls. You people need vampire blood to survive, right? That's your deal. That's why you're so you right now. Yeah, that's why I'm so me right now. Okay, here is the deal. And again, the deal doesn't mean that there's going to be a negotiation here. I don't have time for this shit anymore. Here is the deal. You come join my cult. You become one of my worshippers. We'll get you vampire blood, and we'll also find a way to make you not so goddamn needy all the time, so you're not addicted to vampire blood. Okay? I might have some solutions for the whole being a thrall thing that we can work out in the background. All right, can you maybe age me, like, let me age, like, maybe, like, four years, so then that my... I... I... I don't, I don't want to talk about the specifics with you right now. I can't even look at you. You shot my friend a few times, okay? So just tone it down a little, okay? I'm trying. Be grateful. Help us haul. Be grateful. Help us haul shit, and let's get out of here before the police arrive. You're also going to help. You three are also going to help me find all the members of this cult that you ruined, and we're going to try and put them back together. All right. Yeah, you guys gave me a job, and my day is already packed, usually, okay? So, let's move along on this. Uh, he is going to move over to uh, the other two uh, ghouls and be like, Hey, get up! Get up! And uh, they're eventually going to kind of get up with their various wounds and kind of uh, flock around him and look to you all uh, almost needingly. Uh you do have kind of a sense of presence to you, and also you did just murder their masters, and they have a sense of self-preservation. I mean, they also have some holes in their body, so they need some medical assistance. Yeah, they would really enjoy that. 
Yeah, we have vets and nurses in the cult. They can take care of these idiots. Ah, uh, yes, so vets. So I'm going to collect all the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to collect all the symbol of Typhon shit, including that giant neon sign, and, I don't know, burn it. And then when I get the giant neon sign, I'm going to throw it as far up in the air as I can and fucking slam dunk it on the roof of this church over and over again until it's smashed. Oh. Okay. Rad. The sign or the church? <laughs> yes. Why not? I, it's 3,000 pounds of force. It can do whatever it damn well pleases. I don't care about heritage buildings. The sign raises up and then smashes multiple times down upon this uh, ancient church that at one point worshipped the, uh, the Christian deity. At another point has uh, fallen under the... Uh, the cult of Typhon, the, the the followers of Set, whatever they want to call themselves in London proper. And this building is more or less, and the symbol are more or less destroyed in the process. And you all leave with barely five minutes before the police arrive. Uh, upon going through your, I guess, drive from this place or run from this place. At some point, the ghouls explain that they have been paying off the police to not investigate certain noises. Unless of course they continue happening. Oh, but that, that sure worked out well for you today, didn't it? Yeah, no, I don't feel like that really worked out in our favor tonight. At this point, like the masonry is dropping off of Layla piece by piece and denaturing back into motes of green energy. Yeah, we'll we'll get picked up by a large black unmarked van with illegally tinted windows, and uh, you know that'll take us wherever we want to go. I'll drop people off. Whatever. You um, want. what did you all do with the vampires? They're in coffins, and I guess we might have strapped them to the roof. Okay, just want to double check. <laughs> Unless you got another idea, Pete. I I could put them in orbit. Flow <laughs> orbit. <laughs> Just fly them up there and push them up there. Hmm. Would <laughs> a back later. count as a you know, machinery for craftsmen's tools? <laughs> Probably, a yes. Horse? A hearse. Hearse. You're not at, you're, a hearse? You're, you're kind of like pushing against the ground. So you, there, There's a ceiling on your levitation, a pretty strict one. Yeah, I, I was joking. Yeah, okay. I was talking about like throwing them as hard as possible into Oregon and be like, that's that's God's problem now. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not even close to that strong, so they just come wheeling down yeah. in the middle Don't, of like Spittlefields about great. about five minutes later. <laughs> Don't make it God's problem. Then it becomes my just problem. Shaveling through the roof of a fucking car. <laughs> and then I gotta figure out exactly right. what happens. To space smashes on that motorway they have. Uh, well, according to Demon, you know that God, big motorway that circles it. Yeah, according to Demon, you know, God you know, touched the Earth once, and then everything went to shit. There's a lot we of things according to Demon. Adversary. We all know who the ultimate adversary is. We don't have to draw attention to him any more than we have to in the early sessions. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We know that he has to rest at some point, and that's when we can do the sneak attack. Yeah, we've just got to get to session seven, which is next one. <laughs> <laughs> we all know he has to sleep sometime. Every On the seven, seven sessions, he won't we be have split. our opening. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that would be so rough. Yeah, you can only attack him on sessions that are a multiple of seven. <laughs> I'll be amusing with that game. He won't be able to split his dice pool then. <laughs> the warden sleeps like a normal person. Huh. But yeah, um, if people want to get dropped off and disengaged from the clump that is us, uh, that can happen. If not, we're going to be going... Does Rigel need to go to an actual people hospital? I mean, Rigel has exalted healing, so by tomorrow he'll be fine. Takes 13 hours to heal Okay, damage. then we don't drop by... We don't drop by a people hospital then. <laughs> we go to the sewers. Okay. So you all go to the sewers, uh, get your healing done, uh, hang out. Uh, you keep those two sedites alive in pew coffins, uh, where that they are slowly healing. Um, over time, they are slowly using some of their blood to heal their damage. But it is going to take a while. Yeah. Um, I guess this is as good a question as any to ask the ghouls. Um, so I keep hearing about a quote-unquote, and I air quote, sewer king. I've dropped my Power Rangers armor, by the way. I've let it disperse back into silver radiation because a scene has passed. But anyway, there's a sewer king or a sewer vampire down here. What do you, uh, what do you 3 idiots know about it? You three idiots? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you haven't heard about the underprints? The that's, un yeah, you're right. I've totally heard about them, and that's why I asked you about them. Oh, I was just asking. The underprints is, uh, is the local leader of the Nosferatu. Uh, and are they part of the Vampire Kingdom? Uh, yeah, they, they're the, uh, oh man, what did, what did Haji call them? They're the Uggos of Camarilla Society. Okay, so they look like Gary Busey. That's valuable. Um, do you know how to get into contact with them? Whoa, 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 whoa. Gary Busey is giving them a compliment. Do you know how to get in contact with them? Yeah, I can probably figure out a way to talk to Ted. Okay, here is a phone. I know what a phone is. Here is... Okay... Here is permission to leave our site without being harmed. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I'm a little scared of that, honestly. And here's a reminder that I expect you to come back after you get in contact with this vampire or his people or their people or whomever's people. Tell them we have snake vampires and we are willing to gift them to their vampire court. All right, yeah. Uh, do you want me to talk to Teddy about the underprint stuff or about the, the up top stuff? Tell them we have snake vampires <laughs> and are willing to trade them to the vampire prince. Oh, okay, so like the and prince, sentence. not the underprints. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I uh, says just looking at the rest of the exalts, like, uh, like, can you believe this? I am completely confused. <laughs> uh, this guy just kind of goes off. No, hang on, hang okay, on look. a minute, hang on a minute. Now, oh, is there, 
man, what, what do you need from me? I, I can't believe that you're all just kind of paying attention to me and let me keep talking here. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it either, but like, what's the difference between a prince and an underprince? Is one like uh, like the vice prince is like subordinate or... Uh... No, that's a, the underprince runs the underground and the prince runs the above ground. The, the guy who is helping out the, uh, the prince, uh, that's, uh, that's their seneschal. That's like their second person in charge. Is that a real word? Wait, she starts looking it up on her phone. I think Wait, she is the underprince is the senator to the, so the underprince is the senator to the topside prince. There's only two vampires we're talking about here, right? No, we're actually talking one. about like three vampires here. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Why are we talking about a third vampire? I don't want more vampires. Well, there's. I could uh, not have been clearer. Go to our next door vampire neighbor. <laughs> b- b- fucking relay the message with a little more. I'm just begging you to do a better job for yourself here. Yeah, I'm working on it. And then come it. back. <laughs> And we'll and we'll help you with your stupid problems. Right. I'm just confused as to whether you wanted me to go and talk to the underprince or the guy under the prince. Uh. Did I die? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> Layla, I want you to pick up that brick on the ground and hit me in the side of the head as hard as you can. Just in case I'm in a coma. Ah, that's how and that's how this died. True thing, just give me a turn. I need to go into my chrysalis form. (laughs) Exactly. Go. Go to the underground vampire who is our actual fucking name. Relay to them that we have snake vampires that we are willing to trade to the vampire kingdom. End of sentence. Then come back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got it. I'll be back then. I, I'm going to point out, by the way, I'm going to point out, by the way, you fucking vampire Renfields, that my cyber demon worshippers never give me this trouble. Not one of them. <sighs> what can I say? My bosses let me get away with a lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you must leave now. <laughs> He leaves. He leaves. He leaves so fast. He can understand. He understands the pressure of about to get murdered, and starts running. So that guy just turns to the rest. He was like, "Look, I just, I just don't know how to explain it. How are they so bad at this? Like, do vampires are vampires just like? I'm not saying I'm good at this, but my worshippers, they are. They 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 play outside and they know how to fucking Oh yeah, boss. No, no no boss, we know how to do thank this. Oh, thank thank you. I love you, my work my my disciple. You're the best. Maybe the best. So when he comes no, no. back, I'll be sort of fucking disappointed if you don't give him a great Dane and make him wear green shirts all the time. I mean, I do have a great Dane that needs to be adopted out on the farm. Yeah, all right. Maybe a little responsibility will go a long way. Are the other two still here? Uh, the all other right. two are just kind of staring at you, and they're slowly trying to, like, patch up their own wounds. Yeah, you two, go to the nursing station, and they'll help you out, okay? Yeah. Leave my sight, and uh, don't try anything funny. We're so sorry. I'm so mad if you try anything funny. Listen, we're so sorry that he's the one who, uh... 
didn't get hurt and can run. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, I just probably need to sleep. I just probably need a good solid nap. And you know what? Maybe I'm hungry. I'm, I, I'm hungry. That's the problem here. I'm just hungry, and it's making me upset. <laughs> Whispers just kind of pull, comes up and just like cocks a nine millimeter. Just goes, "Did you need more lead, sir?" That's the morning routine. Breakfast. Goddamn, you're funny. Goddamn, you're funny. No, but you know what you could do? You could go topside and get get us a sushi plate. Enough for 13 people. Here's $2,000 in unmarked euros. That's what you people take here, right? Sterling silver euros. I thought anymore. I could have sworn it was pounds after Brexit. What? Pounds of silver? All right, whatever, Gringotts. Wow. I don't enjoy being compared to this. <laughs> don't worry, I'll give you a sock and you can be a free alligator after this. <sighs> All right. So considering at the time of that book, Harry Potter was like a 12-year-old boy, what do you think of the chances he had a wank in that sock before he gave it to Dobby? Oh, good lord, I don't even want to think oh, about that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my lord. Wow, that got real weird. That got Riverdale yeah. weird. <laughs> No, it's funny. End of sadness laughs. It's stupid and funny. That's perfect. That's a great. That's a great way to cut the scene on. <laughs> Everyone laughing at J.K. <laughs> yeah, everybody goes up. They they get they get you all a plate of sushi for thirteen people, which is horrendous. That's a lot of sushi. There's a lot of people in the sewer. Sentences that I never thought I would hear as a GM. Yes, our sushi sugars. All right. How far is it till sunrise, so do we, uh, by the way? Uh, I believe that sunrise has probably already happened. Then we get three plus essence rating points of essence. Well, I do anyway. Guys, nice. you're in Gamma Cave. You get all your essence back. Oh, shit. That's right. Gamma Cave. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll I will take you guys to the Gamma Cave to recharge. I don't want these idiots to know where the Gamma Cave is. <laughs> We will retire there. <laughs> well, okay, for those of you who haven't been here before, this is where me and Whispers live. This is the Gamma Cave. It's our secret hideout, quote-unquote, so try to keep it secret. Don't go into that room back there. Um, the fridge is yours. There's a bathtub we set up in here. Whatever. There's internet, Animal Crossing, movies. Why is that the Bluebeard's wife room so, over there? You know, I'll get this... Uh, I call it the thinking room. You don't want to go into the thinking room. It's where I go to clear my head. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. It's just, it, 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 it's, it's not worth it. Anyway. So, presumably when Shaggy, presumably when Shaggy comes back, we could set up a meeting with vampires so that we could trade these two vampires we have to other vampires for social lubricant. Um... And then what do you all want to do? Like, it's been like a week since Loch Ness, right? This has been a pretty packed week. Do you guys have more we want to do? Well, I'm not sure there's much else for us to do other than meet with the vampires, I guess. Unless we're going to be dealing with someone else's plot, like the Toreador stuff or going out into the Fandy again. Yeah, I, I, I was... 
Yeah, exactly. So do we want to do that or do we want to like follow individual plots or something? What are, what are people feeling? I don't know. Rowan, Leila, what do your characters feel like? I'm still gathering a little bit of more power before I decide uh, to go have a reckoning. So I'll just go with the flow. Rowan. Uh, I, I'm not we, sure at the moment I'm good for anything. We could also do like a prelude to your reckoning, because like there are five of us and haunting Andrew Parker sounds fun. Like, if you don't, I'm just saying, if we don't want to go full into, like, the big emotional, like, you fucking shouldn't have pulled that shit, vampire, we could always do preamble stuff where it's like, hey, let's let's pull some japes on this fellow. Have a few thousand dubs, like, shit on his suits. Yeah, it's not really going to be a japesy situation. No. That's fine. That's fine. That's totally good. It's just a suggestion. Japes are fun. Shapes are, in fact, fun. Uh, I was saying, I was, I'm was. i looking to gather a little more power before I move on him. Um, yeah. Then, in the meantime, Honestly, just my, gonna kinda it, go with the flow of whatever the group's doing. Yeah, if nothing active is happening, because, like I said, it's been like a week since Loch Ness, so it's been pretty exalt-heavy. If End of Sadness can take like a week or two off from that, they're gonna, because now they have shit to do. Like, fix up this cult, and also attend to their own cult. And make sure things, plates to keep spinning. Because they have a job. This is their full-time job. Right. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. Yep. <laughs> Rigel. Rigel's doing the thing we just talked about at the end of last session, where it's like, I want to see what he does. It's going to be really good. And we just found out that it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go a second. Oh, boy. Uh, do your roll off. Uh, yeah, that's probably not going to work out great for him because I rolled seven successes. Oh, okay. Um, mm. Wait a sec, that can't be right. Oh, no, that's not right. Uh, let me do that again. I accidentally had 10 again on the roller, which I shouldn't have. Yeah, I'll need to fix that up. And spent my resources on it. Let me just, let me just reduce my PowerPoints. Where are you, End of Sadness? There you are. The, the transubstantiative properties of matter uh, have transmuted him from an NPC into gear. Or uh, yeah. You gonna just build a bond with him there? <laughs> right. What is this fellowship? <laughs> uh. I need to quickly do the wish for a sunlight blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, a I, good point. There's a lot of opportunities for you to ask for wishes. 
Not right now, though. It would take me five turns. I know. But then you'd have to roll for it. Or take a turn. <laughs> no one knows about that rule. <laughs> no one knows about that rule. It's a secret yeah, we're hyper, to everybody. We're hyper-focused on it now. <laughs> okay, well, for anybody, for anybody confused, I don't think we covered it last week, if you go th- dig through the dramatic actions chapter of V20, you will discover that it actually take requires you to spend your action to heal using blood, which is a, a rule that I've never seen anybody ever enforce. Like every table I've ever been at my entire life, just let people heal reflexively. But yeah, that is technically the rule. It's a dumb rule. <laughs> Fair enough. Tongue grapple. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Says <laughs> oh, so. Uh, so, so many implications. So, so for real though, I had actually roll. I had actually gone. Okay, I'm gonna roll. A, I'm gonna roll a single d10. Uh, one, two, and three. It's uh, it, it's end of sadness. Four, five, six. It's Layla. Seven, eight, nine. It's Rowan. 10 it's peter because th- i know that it's bad for vampires to go against solars <laughs> and i rolled a 10 of course you did i would have loved for uh, that to happen to me could you imagine if i died it'd be so rad <sighs> <sighs> yeah i gave skin of the adder to a different set said i so uh oops oh no <laughs> The Holy shit, he's fil- yeah, no, he, he's just looking at my notes over here. <laughs> um, <sighs> sorry about that. I had to uh, yep. skip out for just a second. My dog was barking because there was a rabbit on our back porch. Runny rabbit. Oh, no. He was very excited. We get rabbits out here and they're, they're so fat. <laughs> you get a snow bunnies. Yeah. All right. Uh, I had heard uh, something about Andrew Parker uh, as soon as I put my headphones back on. 